Thanks for having us, guys. It's an honor to be at Moorish Dibble. Even though you guys are a little bit late nighters. Okay, so the guys in Moorish Dibble are keeping hot sauce from this side of the If I would ask you what your worst Yetzir horror is, you kind of blush. Okay, we all know what the worst Yetzir horror is. How do you think? What do you think is your worst Yetzir horror? That's your second worst Yetzirah. You don't even know what your worst Yetzirah is. I'll tell you what your Yetzirah is. You see, every one of you guys that's not smiling now, Yetzirah is coming up right now. Because when you look in the mirror, and Hashem had the privilege of knowing some of you personally, you look in the mirror, and you say, I'm not good enough. And because you think that you're not good enough, you don't achieve what you're capable of achieving. And you waste energy, ah, this guy made a startup company and he sold it for 140 million bucks and he's no smarter than I. What, what, what's going on here? How come the bunch show and that let me have a startup company and let me make 140 million bucks? Or this guy finished all of Shas. And he's no smarter than me. How's he finish all the Shas? And me? I do two lines of good morning, I fall asleep. For this guy this and this guy that. And you look and it's jealousy. Jealous inside. You don't admit it, but you're jealous inside. You want to be like the rich guy, you want to be like the Talmud Hawkham, you want to be like the guy who just built himself a fancy big mansion in the new part of Lakewood. You want to be like this, this, that. What if you want to think there's a problem? You're wasting your potential. Because the moment you want to be somebody else, you can't be the somebody else, number one. That's loss number one. Loss number two is you're not being yourself. If I would say, okay guys, something maybe you don't know about Laser Brody. Laser Brody is maybe, I don't know if there's any other rebellion around. They're also certified fitness trainers and health coach. If I would come up and I say, okay guys, we're doing a fitness session. I take off my record, and I need a volunteer. Come up and I can demonstrate. Raise your hand, lower your hand, raise your foot, lower your foot. Hey, come on, you'd be embarrassed. I'd be able to do that. You want to have a, a l'chaim with me? Have a l'chaim with me. You want to do exercise with me? But if I would say to you, hey, listen, I got two Ben Franklins in my pocket. I'm going to sneak them in your pocket. If you come up and stand with me for five minutes, two Ben Franklin's, okay, that's already Shabbos food, that's this, that. that's already an incentive. Okay, so maybe you'll do it. And some guys, maybe they're known for five Ben Franklin's, they'll do it. But the two Ben Franklin's not enough for a reason. We know that we would not do anything without a reason. Yeah? We don't need a reason. So why do we think we're smarter than the Abishter and he does stuff without a reason? Now here's the dumb thing when you're down on yourself. You know what it means when the Abishter created you and put you on earth? The Abishter doesn't do things for nothing. It means that the earth cannot exist without you being here. How can you damn yourself? So you have to stop and think, wait a second, what am I doing here? Am I a body? Did I come here to eat chunk on Thursday night and down half a bottle of Johnny Walker? I mean, there's a, a guy, a, a, 
in Or Sameach in Eretz Yisroel. This black guy came from America, and he became a Gerd Tzedek, right? And he learned in Or Sameach in Yerushalayim, and uh, made Gerd Tzedek. When he became a, after his bris, and before he tumbled, became a full-fledged Gerd Tzedek, they said, uh, what name do you want? He says, you know, I, I like the Gerd Sforim. I've been learning Tzfas Emes, I would love the name Ayelid. Okay, so get the name Ayelid. And then we came back to Yeshiva. Ayelid. But then another Balchuva came. Another Ayelid. And he guy with red hair. And he came to America. So they had, they had two Ayelids. They didn't know Ayelid, which Ayelid, because Ayelid, this guy would answer, this guy would answer. So instead of calling the first one, the, the black guy, are you late? And the red-haired guy I late used to call them red label and black label. <laughs> Come here, the red label and black label. All right. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. What are we here for? What are we here for? Everyone has to do his own cheshbon nefesh. What is my job on in the world? And what is my job in the world? Not by being down on myself and looking what I don't have. Let's look at what I do have. I'll give you a quick example. If you're not six foot six, you weren't meant to play the NBA. So why are you angry at yourself that you're not playing in the NBA? If Hashem didn't create you, it would be tall like that, okay. And if you're not uh, 320 pounds and can run the 40 meters in four seconds, you're not meant to be a linebacker for what's the net, with the Jets or the Nets or the Bets or whatever that you know. That's it, just to make it simple. But what Hashem gave me with my kalim, and not to be jealous of anybody else. And people don't make the cheshbon nefesh of their good points. Don't work down and do this and do this and all the, the Musa guy, the Magide Musa. I take the Magide Musa and put him up against the wall and slap on the face. Go give yourself Musa. And yet nowadays doesn't need Musa. He needs to know that he's a, he, he, to be happy, he's got good points, he's got talents, he's got ability. That's a, but there's another love and you deserve to love yourself before you love anybody else and that's emuna emuna means the answer the answer is he's got to check with the opponent he doesn't want us feeling good about ourselves the answer wants us feeling down on ourselves because when you feel good on yourself, you have a smile, your brain works better. Why? Rav Nachman says that the letters Besimcha and the letters of Machshava are the same letters, Hebrew Scrabble. So when you're Besimcha, you have power of the Machshava, but a person is not Besimcha, his brain is constrained. It's massaging to their brain. He can't think. So if you can't think, you can't use your full mental faculties that Hashem gave you. This is what's so, so important. So number one, number one, make a list. Make a list of your good points and make a list of what you think are your negative points, okay? Your good points, hold it. Take the negative points, take the negative points that the ones you could control and the ones you can't control. If the negative point, okay, I'm not six foot seven. Good, I'm not six foot seven, I was born that way. Means I'm not going to play on the Boston Celtics. I'm not going to play pro basketball. All right. The person find this way, right? 
I'm not 300 pounds, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to play in the NFL. I'm not this, I'm not that. Okay, Ooh, wait a second. So I'm not a lump and I can't sit down in the stander for four hours. I can sit down in the stander for a half hour? I can sit down in the stander with Chavursa between Mincha and Meirif? Yeah, I can do that. So why not doing it? No, the guy says all or nothing. People don't know. If I can't beat a Rosh Yeshiva, or if I can't beat a Rosh Koilo, or if they can't call me the Tommy Chacham of uh, BMG, I'm not going to not gonna even open a safer. Come on. That's the Rosh Yeshiva. He's got He's doing it. So it's a great thing, you know, that Rav Nachman says something else. A guy that has a Kvias in Torah, and he learns for half hour a day, half hour a day, between Mincha and Meir. Because the mid place got a chabrusa to have our record every day with Mathurus Nefesh. Okay, that's called a kvia. And there's a law in the Gemara called kvia gemichso mechsadami. If somebody has that half hour, it's as if he learned a half a day. Mamash, it's a law in the Gemara called kvia gemichso mechsadami. It's a law in the Gemara. But there's so much you can do, and that just fuels your engine, fuels your engine something else. Guy's got a job, and he doesn't feel he succeeded today. Okay, so he's down on himself, and he's got success, and he's great. So he goes bipolar. One day he's super happy, has a great day. One day he's a bottom day. Last day, take a guy that's uh, he, he, he goes to day trading. Okay, day trading. I day trading. I call day trading a white collar gambler. Right. Rather, rather work in construction, do a good day, get your get your salary, and go home. But a guy day trading, right? So he bets on the right stocks, he makes a million bucks. No big deal for a day trader to make a million bucks. Boy, is he happy! Lucy in the sky and diamonds. He's flying up in the sky at Mach four in the stratosphere. And then the next day, oppa, what comes up goes down. Newton says every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And they say by us, don't call your feeling. Not every day is feeling. So next day, Amazon makes a nosedive, and Bitcoin makes a nosedive, and all that kind of stuff, and all Lufkashev. And then he goes home, he lost a million and a half dollars. So this week he's down to half a million dollars. And he goes home, he's got a frown on his face. Now what happens when he goes home? He goes home, he frowns, he doesn't say smile, he doesn't say hello to his rabbits, and he frowns at her. So she says, what well, I do wrong? She made him a great dinner, the house is perfect, the kids are clean, everything, he's frowning, he's not happy. He's not frowning at her, he's frowning at himself. He thinks, he thinks that he's in charge of the stock market, he's in charge of the futures market, he's in charge of the commodities market, He's in charge of the real estate market. He made money. He lost money. The money's what bipolar. You know what the Rambam teaches us? In my 30 principles, what I believe in, the first principle is Gunivado. I believe fully complete believe the Shem, he alone, also Oise Viasakomasi. Boy Manhi, he alone is creator and director, and he did does and will do everything. It's not you, my brother. It's Hashem. Hashem makes the stock market go up. He makes it go down. Hashem makes the heart expand. He makes it contract. You don't control your own blood pressure. You don't control what's your diastolic in that stalk, 120 over 80, 130 over 70. You don't control Hashem. Controls it. If we look 
go into the mind in detail. What did a guy do? Oh, modern America, you're the man. Do your own thing. Oh, you're the big man on the campus. Okay, so you win, you're flying up in the sky, and when you're down, you're down so depressed. Where's that person? The moment he's down in himself, he invokes every single claw in the Torah. What's the Torah said? We tell you, you see it. You written twice in the Torah. What does Yeshua do? He does it. That's it. Does a Chazor Shur. When he writes in Bukhukoisai, he writes again in Kisavoy. Ninety-eight Geferlach curses. And then they predicted the Holocaust and the Inquisition and 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 Korban Abayis and everything in there. And you say, what do we do wrong? What do we do wrong? All these terrible curses. It's that the, not every place the Torah gives a terrorist for what's going on. Why Hashem does have terror? Here, the Torah gives a terrorist. That we didn't serve Hashem the Simcha. Okay, we put the Shalai on. Chala Kasha. Keep your phone. Cost your shoulder. No Kasha. But let's say, you still want to ask a Kasha Vaishlam. Vaishlam, you command me in the Torah to be happy. I don't feel happy. I feel down. I don't feel happy. What am I supposed to do? I don't feel happy. Maybe I don't feel happy. No, good kasha. That would be a good kasha. I don't feel happy. No, I don't feel happy. Because we're not connected to the source of happiness. The people in the community, they say, you got to be thrown. Okay. Be from, show me, say the word from and smile. Let's see if you can do it. Right. Say from, smile. From. <laughs> you can't do it. That's not simcha. Simcha's not funkai. It's nothing we're not going He says it's against funkai. The only thing we got to be machmer on is emuna and adam lachaveru. It can be a film of Adam Lachavera that the Yenim's covered and be very careful with it. That's very careful. But, you know, this with that, so the Funkai piece of Lashonara, no, this one doesn't mean this Fadats, and this world is like this, and this made those in this, and this Hasidim like this, and this one like this. Yes, the son says, the guy says, oh, yeah, such he said, yeah, I'm a Gornish. He says, well, why do you talk about the, the, the other guy? He says, because he's less than the orange. <laughs> that's, that's fake enough. That's Atzvis. That's Atzvis. To be in Simcha and to have your brain working, you have to do two things. First, you have to look at your own good points. And if you can't find your good points, you need a mashpia, a rov that loves you and that cares about you and ask him what your good points are. He'll tell you your good points. Like you maybe don't believe him. The person down himself doesn't believe him. You gotta believe him. Number one. Number two, to be happy, and that number two is really number one, you need your own personal relationship with Eivishtim. It's not that going to the Bochata, looking at the guy, looking at him, does it. You know, the guys that do the 28 million, from Brachas to Aleinu, 28 minutes, and we're probably about a Monday on Thursday. I think they do it in 23 minutes on during the week. That's not bad. We didn't even know what to say. We go and we talk to Hashem. 
And even if you don't have a gishmak yet in the davening, set aside time to talk to Hashem. Then talk to him. Oh, what am I thinking? Well, I'm supposed to go. I want to go out in the woods and talk to some tree. And not talking to some tree. They don't believe. They don't believe. But they try something. I'll give you something to try. Something very, very simple. And I challenge you guys, and you try it, and you can say, oh, Kasper Shalom. Laser Brody's a ligner, Laser Brody, wow, that's good advice. And it's easy. It'll take you five seconds. You go to work tomorrow. You go to base Midrash tomorrow, or whatever you do tomorrow. And you take five seconds before you sit down with your customer, before you go to work, before you do whatever you do, before you sign a deal. And you do something you haven't done yet. You say, Rebbe Shalom, Rebbe Lazer told me that if I ask your help, you're going to help me. Do me a favor. I want to believe in you. I want to believe in you. I don't get to believe you. I don't, I don't feel that you're with me. Hashem Yisbolach, show me that you're my tata and Himmel, show me that you're with me. Be with me. Wait and see the success you have. You know why Sam's going to give you success? When you didn't ask for Hashem's help, there's a big chance of being bipolar. Let's go back to the stock guy. Okay, so the guy who's the day trader, now he doesn't say Kochi Bozimiyogi. Before he goes, to, he turns on his computer, before he goes to the stock market, before wherever he goes to do his business, he says, you run the world. And it's like, be with me, give me the chokhmah, be and das to make the right decisions, to invest the right money, to know what to do, to when to, 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 to put the money in, to when to pull out on time. Give me that. You help me. You're going to make a lot of money. You're going to succeed. If you attribute it to the Bosh you're going to achieve. Now, why does Hashem not let us succeed? Because if we don't ask for His help, when we're successful, we're flying in the sky. We're arrogant. Nah, who could talk? You know, it used to be that Muhammad Ali, fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee, nobody like me. Because the Arabs, this is this fighter, Muhammad Ali. Okay. And then the, he got parking, he got knocked out. But Joe Fraser knocked out. The person does ask Hashem's help. He thinks his successes are his and he's super arrogant. The next day he falls on his face and he thinks his failures are his, so he's in depression. And he gets bipolar really quick. The mood swings, they kill his health. They kill his mental health and they kill physical health. Look, you know how many sicknesses come from stress and anxiety? The body's not meant for stress and anxiety. Shalom did not create the body stress-proof and anxiety-proof. Stress and anxiety cause heart attacks, Shalom, cause ulcers, cause shortness of breath, all take digestive problems, forget about it. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. So how do we avoid all the stress and anxiety? You know? We throw a whole pepper on his lap. Hashem, you help me succeed. Hashem, it's my job to do your mitzvahs, my job to do my job, and it's your job. That's Hashem. Okay? You could very easily Hashem throw it in Hashem's lap. But people don't trust Hashem. You know how embarrassing it is not to trust Hashem? Hashem says, you don't trust me? But Hashem, I don't see anybody in the room with anorexia. 
I don't see anybody in the room who's really skinny. Everybody had this food on the table. If somebody's hungry, they could get up and eat. And what does it matter if it's food that you bought or food that the Shtibu bought? It's food that Hashem provided. Okay. So if you're 30 years old and you ate an average of three meals a day, take away Yom Kippur, take away Tisha but when you voluntarily did eat, did you ever see a Yitz refrigerator on Yom Kippur? It is overloaded. Your fridge says, get it, get it, get it. So you can barely stuff it out because when that Mosei Yom Kippur, blah, it just, ah, the refrigerator is hot. It's full of food. So when a yid doesn't eat, he voluntarily decides not to eat. Or if he's really busy or he's engaged in something, he voluntarily decides not to eat. Okay, so it means that Hashem has fed you average thousand times a thousand meals a year, 30 thousand meals in a row. Anybody here learn Shrita? You ever learn Shrita? You get tested. If you know the halachas, and know the halachas. Okay. The Hamisha with the Five laws of Shrita and in death. And you got a Shtelachalaf, you got to know how to prepare a knife. And then they take you to the slaughterhouse you got to do three chickens in a row. You do three flat kosher chickens, and you get your kabola as a shayfet. So one second, the three chickens in a row. You have three chickens in a row, flat kosher. You get your kabola because that's called the gemara chulin. My word, the gemara chulin, flat zimnevatsifi. That you know, like a guy could do if he could do three chickens in a row, flat kosher, that he could do thirteen and thirty and thirty-three and one hundred thirty-three. There's a lot of why. Because three is a chazaka. If he could do three chickens in a row, that's a chazaka. And so malach chazakas. In time, the base of Mikdash, did somebody get a death penalty on a chazaka? If a bull attacks somebody three times, that's it. The bull. That's called a killer bull. Finished. That's it. It's a three in a row. So it means if Hashem fed us three times in a row, fed the 30-year-old young man three times in a row, Hashem's got a chazaka. Not 30 times in a row, he said it 30,000 times. So if you got 30,000 meals in a row, why are you worried about where 30,001 is going to come from? Hashem's got a chazaka. Look at a chazaka, Hashem says. Like, are you worried? What are you worried about your partner for? Hashem's going to take care. That's it. That's having a sham in your life. Having a sham in your life. You want to produce, you've got a book of Bitochen. Read a Bitochen. Ah, you feel better. You feel better. Read the book Divine Direction about the Shabbat Protest. You feel better. You feel a sham with me. I need to feel a sham with me in my life. I feel a sham with me in my life. It makes me feel good about myself. Because I know a sham created me to do my job on earth. I say, I can't do this and I can't do that. And people are always dreaming what's tomorrow, not happy today, dreaming tomorrow is. What if? What if is not happiness? If only, that's not happiness. If only I got the new car. If only I built the house like, like Goldberg built the house. If only I do this. If only, not if only, right now. Right now. And that's the barometer of Amuna. As I'm saying, Samyach the Chalkot, person's happy with his lot in life. Now, just because happy with your lot in life, that doesn't mean that we don't have shifas. We don't have aspirations for more. Okay? If today I learned three lines of Gemara and a Shnikha Rashi, that's all I could learn, I'm happy with that. 
Okay, so I want to learn all the Torah, but in the meanwhile, this is what I'm happy. This is this is what Hashem gives me, and I worked at it. I worked I worked all day long. Even Hashem gave me, gave me three lines of the mark. Three lines of the mark? This is that doesn't mean it means we've got two mindsets. What we have now, this is what Hashem gives happy with. When we ask Hashem for more, ask Hashem for more. And there's a difference between asking Hashem for Gashmias and asking Hashem for Ruchmias. We ask Hashem for Gashmias, if it's good for us, Hashem will give it. If it's not good, if it's going to make us Gaivadik, Hashem won't give it to us. Because Gaivadik, you don't send your son away to get love away from him. And the Gemara says that me and the Balgaiva, Shem says, he and the Balgaiva can't be in the same world. Why can't they be in the same world? Because the Balgaiva, he thinks he's a Shem. So if somebody else thinks he's a Shem, he can't be in the same world. It is so simple. That being with the Shem, Five second prayer, Hashem be with me, Hashem help me. It's not a double portion, driving in the rain, the puddles, you get in the car, you turn on the ignition, Hashem, let me get home safely. And this is living your life with Hashem. And Hashem says, my son, you want me in your life? I'm here. And that's what we say in Birkas Amazon, ki a machso of are the guys that want Hashem to be with them. And Hashem is with you. You're going to be successful in everything you do, and Rukmias, and Gashmias, and all your heart's wishes for the best of me. Amen. Amen. Guys, while I'm here, a lot of times uh, people send me emails and this. Don't be embarrassed. You want to ask a question? I'll answer questions. Okay? Whatever, and if you have a question that's great, you think a question that really be sitting on your brain, I promise you that 10 other guys on the table will ask the same question. They're embarrassed. And it's called the mouse law. And before I started traveling around the world, and I had a, a, an Israel National Radio, and my weekly show about the, the, the Amuna Roundup and the news according to Amuna. What's that? The producer, she's a Mariona, she says, after invite at the end when I finished speaking, then they had the commercials and that callers. And she said, she told me the mouse law. What's the mouse law? If you see a mouse running on the floor, then you got another 50 mice under the table. Okay, so if you've got a question to ask, you got to know that another 50 guys are going to ask the same question. So don't be embarrassed, okay? And I don't care how difficult the question is, and don't be embarrassed. And if those that give the question that doesn't have an answer, when Hashem gives us the answer, it's not Hashem. Even if it's a question, a munash, buffalo, whatever you want. Fire away. Here's your chance. This first. <laughs> the first. Down there. Ah, 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 question. Oh. So, um, how do we ever know, like, like, let's say, for example, in Ashkafa, so there are many different Mahalton, many different, like, firm that say different, like, Mahalton that, like, let's say, um, so that's how, the Babas Mahalot and the, the, um, like, Chalmish's Mahalot, so I'm always, like, wondering, like, so I'm going to have Muna be talking about this thing, but 
um, Dharma was like asking myself, like, what if Hashem is like, no, this is not the way to me. This is not the way to have Hamunah Pitafin. This is like not really the like, Rabbi Mahalo. Like, it like, sounds sometimes like very, like, hippie always, almost just to be like, Hashem is just like, going to do good for me. Like, that's basic question. Yeah. Good question. I had a guy who had a Dean Torah, a breast of a chassid. He had a Dean Torah with the bells of a chassid. And the breast of a chassid was so sure of himself, he said to the bells of a chassid, he says, I don't care. You can, you're rough. He could be the dying. I'll go to your rough. Right? Let your rough be done, okay? Fair enough. From Dean Torah, and he went to the bells of a rough. And the bells of a rough, basking the favor of the breast of a chassid. And though the bells, they don't go in breast of a sport. No. <laughs> so after the, 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 the rope told his horse, said, listen, you got to pay this guy money, you owe money. And he said, okay, he left. And then the breast of her says to the, to the red bit, he says, how come you don't have uh, liquid paid Milan? How come you have breast of a sport in the basement Midrash? He says, uh, he says, it's not our custom. He said, well, the Rebbe keeps it under the table. Yeah, he said to the Rebbe, admitted that he had liquid paper on under the table. So the rest of the house says, oh, now I understand. Okay, you don't, you have the safer. You don't let them have the safer because you don't want them to know where the shallow shooter's turret comes from. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he sometimes, it's true, I Say, no, 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 but Yitzchak was aggressive, but Yitzchak was so upset. He wanted to feel talk to Shem. Yitzchak was being aggressive, aggressive. Yitzchak was being Sometimes people use Ashkofe. It's not my Ashkofe. It's not my Ashkofe. And Buddha is everybody's Ashkofe. Okay, you could be a nuance. Shem, Shem, in Sefer Bamibar, it says all this military language. So the Shem. Machanot Hashem, Anshei Meluim. Okay, in an army, you need an air force, you need a navy, you need a tank corps, you need infantry, you need support troops. Okay, so each one has his job, but they're all fighting the same war. We all have, they're all part of the same army. We all have Yudkimot Ikole Emunah. The good human economy is not a matter of Ashkafa, that's what a Jew believes in. Okay. For Bhakti Mashokanar, we all have that. They can't say that's not my Ashkafa. Whether a person learns one way or another way, or learns well, more Bakiyas, less Bakiyas, more Eun, less Eun, or he dresses Ashkafa. Ashkafa is when he wants to get married at 18, when he gets married at 23. Ashkafa, it's not a matter of women. Not a Things of minhag that could go by Ashkofen. A way to do a mitzvah could go by Ashkofen. Everybody's commanding the Mutoha, but if you got your, your mashpia, he's got his mashpia, you got your derek, and he's got his derek, your yeshiva, his yeshiva. 
even then, you take uh, within uh, take in the lift for showroom, you got a you got a, a slip approach, you got an Avadika approach. An Avadika flies through the whole corridor, knows oh then a Slavodka can fly the two plot and holds them on. He's lucky. Okay, so, so you say one's right and the other's right. You can feel well maybe I can associate with this or I identify with this, but A over A will give the other So we see there are Chiyuvim, obligations that we all have, that is not subject to Hashem. But how to implement those obligations, yes, in different ways. Make myself clear? Okay, go Hashem. Next, guys. I'll take one. Yeah, so right now, um, I have a business running, um, three cards, and as the number the past plus, the business has been holding on solid line. I Meaning it has potential to go um, very high, but at the moment, something's holding it down. What will be my next step to actually get it um, better? Is it more tough, or is there something that is that I'm missing in that area? There's only one thing that you're missing. Maybe you've got all the tools to succeed. And what we spoke about, the only thing you're missing is asking Hashem to help you. And that's why I take my challenge. It's not the bucket of water challenge. Mendy Rosenberg. was in Slovakia yesterday. I don't know if you remember Mendy Rosenberg from Flatbush. He was at the with Lou Gehrig's disease. And he was completely bedridden. He couldn't stop the only for years. Anyway, but then a couple of years ago, they had a, a fundraiser for him. And it was a bucket of water. They yeah. raising money there. People got buckets of water in their head. You don't need a bucket of water in your head. All you need is to ask Hashem to help you. And try that. That's our challenge. Not a bucket of water challenge. Just five-second challenge. Ask Hashem to help you. And ask Hashem, to be honest. Hashem, I'll feel you with me. I'm doing this in a laser tone. I'm trying it. I'm trying. Go ahead, test it. Test it. This is something you can test Hashem. Okay, Hashem, I want to feel you. I, want, I would love to feel you. You'd love to feel like Hashem's with you, right there with you. Then, but when you feel Hashem's with you, it's, it's like invincible. There's no limit to what you can do. Okay? Ask Hashem to be with you and wait and see the next level you go to. With the exact ability you have, that'll take you to the next level. Okay. There's a lot to show. You see, again, success big time. Okay. So, if, if you really connect to Minister uh, Torah, Hasidut, Redeemer's Torah, but you're struggling to, to connect to Nigla Torah, specifically to Gemara and the uh, mental gymnastics that come with that. What, what should one do? Is it is it a, is it a sign from a Kaddish Baruch that you should just stick to to normal the Nister, or should one push themselves and go to to the Gemara? I'll let Rabbeinu Reb Nachman answer that question. Guys, did you hear the question? Did you hear the question? If you open up Sichot Alan, read Sicha Ein Vov, Sicha seventy six. 
And the Rebbe says what to do. The Rebbe says, you're bogged down by Gomorrah. You have difficulty learning Gomorrah. The Rebbe says, start flying through it. And this is, don't, if you say this at BMG, the hunt for heart attack. Big time. But I see a lot of people succeed in this. Start flying through, you don't understand? Keep on reading, keep on going. The more Rashi, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. When you plow through so much more, all of a sudden the Shem is going to open your eyes and you're going to get understanding. Get understanding. And when you get understanding, you'll get a Gishmak. When you get the Gishmak, you'll love it and you get into it. In other words, the same thing, how, how does it compare? Suppose a guy's a couch potato. And he goes to the fitness coach and says, uh, I can't run the marathon, I've got no Gishmak in running. Okay, so because you think you sit in front of the TV and with potato chips and Coca-Cola and you've got 39% body fat, of course you can. So let's start, get up off the sofa and let's walk around the block. Okay, get off the sofa, walk around the block. All right, stop the potato chips, stop the Coca-Cola, a shaded potato chip with two rubber sticks and a Coca-Cola, a nice bottle of water and start feeding it properly, walking around the block, trotting around the block, running around the block, running around two blocks, running, slowly, slowly, slowly building it up. And the guy loses weight. As he loses weight, he feels better about himself. And he sees he's got results, and he's got incentive to do more. It's the same thing with learning. The same exact thing with learning. The body and physical condition is a metaphor for the neshama and this is almost the same thing, almost the same thing. You try it that way, Sicha I involved with Sichot Alain, 76, and for somebody that just has never had success with the boy, never did, I do one. But before I was in Illinois outreach and I was traveling, and I was Rosh Koyal, and it was about Shuba Koyal, and guys, a lot of guys have the same problem, and guys, we did that, it really works. Okay. Great question. Okay, guys, next question. Like the last question, what I encourage you, the fact I did, it says, I want you to be happy. We have our scoring here. People know Garden of the Moulin, the Garden Series, all that. That's uh, from already a dozen years ago, 10 years ago. Uh, the last four years, my own thing to do. And so, uh, these are scoring the last four years. And it's the intravenous, intravenous in the minute. So, you all can take a look at them and pull the train and feel it. Yeah, I think part of uh, the question that he was asking before was he was saying that there's definitely a struggle when it comes to certain things in County of Luna. For example, when it comes to like very deep, deeper things, let's say the Lutzish approach or the Tzidish approach with Tzimtzum. But even things that are of a lower darga, for example, the Talkum. The Maharaj Kashita is, is if you can have specific Talkum for something specific to happen, and if you're active holding on that Madriga, it's going to happen. And then the other Shita is in Tzimtzum and has an ish that he holds it the Chlaunat. And then I, other Sfarms say that certain people's darga is no Ishtar. Other people's directors, Shabbos, with the top of the other, that's the same. I think that's. Great question. Great question. Great question. I had that question. 
And to answer that question, it's so good. Did you look? You made right there. Look at who's white. You got cousin and shit. Wait a second. So is Bitochan mean that Hashem's going to give me what I want if I trust him enough to tell me what I want? Or does Bitochan mean that whatever Hashem gives me, I'm going to be happy with? And you've got much things that, uh, that Chazal, who do you go by? I learned and prayed and learned and prayed and learned and prayed. I read a book called Bitochan. And it gives both Ashkofas and it shows that there's no steer. Like, it's a whole, it could be like, I'll give you a four hour answer. Sit down and learn that together. And wow, it, it's really big. It's just basically two different mentalities. Two different mentalities that the difference before the fact and after the fact. Before the fact, Hashem's going to do everything, and once it's done, Hashem had reason to do what he do, and I'm happy with that. That's really the tight trick. You, you, you see the whole thing. You can talk to them. It's really hard. When you go and do it, it's really hard. I'll give you an example. Look at the difference between a guy selling real estate. And he's got Bitochum, and the guy selling real estate doesn't have to Look at the guy who's got a shoe store, and he's selling shoes, and he's got Bitochum, and the guy selling shoes, he doesn't have Bitochum. Okay? The guy, the guy that doesn't have Bitochum is desperate. He thinks up to him. If he doesn't make a sale, how's he going to pay Hayter tuition? How's he going to pay Shabbos food? guy's desperate. So he does a power sale. It's like the, the forceful vacuum door-to-door vacuum cleaner salesman, vacuum cleaner salesman, it's him. The guy would be talking, nice guy, he can't come in the shoe store, right? Okay, so he might be crazy, open up five boxes of shoes, he didn't buy anything. Right, it's from Shem. And this whole shoe store is just my stuff. It's like, give me a big smile. A real estate guy, I spent four hours showing you houses. Nothing, go away, nothing, but I give you a big smile. And I say, you know something? In Lakewood, there's 25 real estate agencies who came to me. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And you go away to all these other high-pressure people, and you look at your and say, hey, I like the first one. He was nice. He was honest. He denied anything. Let's go back to him. Because he had to be talking. Maybe I can get it the first time, because uh, the first time you'll think, cool, oh, what's in the Hashem will give you a little bit of a status to the field. You're going to get that repeat business. You'll get it. If not today, you'll get it tomorrow. On the long run, you'll see in Bitochan, you'll be so much better. You'll be more charismatic. You're more confident. Don't care. Your partner is not from the boss, not from the customer, not from this. It's from the rush for them. That gives you cool, calm, collected, and you're confident. That makes you charismatic. Makes you charismatic. And that, you know, whatever you're doing, you're just successful. But you people like it. Charismatic guys with a smile on their face. The guy comes in, he's worried, he's stressed out. Yeah, the pressure salesman. Who wants to buy a house from a pressure salesman? Hey, what's going on here? You're not doing good Who wants to buy a pair of shoes from a pressure salesman? No, hey man, give me my space. Let me walk around, let me feel if they're comfortable, this and that. And I don't know, with pressure? The pressure comes with lack of becoming. So if you have that big token, you're going to be successful in whatever you're doing. You know, it's up to Shem. It's not up to you. Not to me. I've got to do it. I'm under pressure. I'm here. No pressure. Oh, Shem. I do what I can. Even when I do what I can, it's what Shem wanted me to do. Finish down the road. 
Question, great question, outstanding question. Person thinks he's asking Hashem for everything, he doesn't get it. Does that mean life be tough? No. No. Imagine a little Mikey that asked Tati for chocolate toffee. And Tati don't give him chocolate toffee. Why? Because chocolate toffee would make two big painful holes, one in his mouth and one in his pocket, down the road. Okay. So he's little, and he doesn't understand that, but Tati's understands that. Sometimes we ask for something that we're not ready for and Hashem wants to be ready for it and have to prepare a kli. Kli machzik Okay, so this kli could be Hashemayim, this kli could be more bitachon, could be more muna. And I'll give you an example. Anything we dab it is going to be successful. Anything we get without davening does not have a problem. Okay, so here's the thing. 
a guy doesn't daven for riches. He doesn't prepare a plea for riches. He doesn't give tzedakah. He doesn't know what to do with money. But then he buys a lottery ticket and he wins the lottery. And overnight, he's got now 20 million bucks, but he doesn't have a clean. Not spiritual or material. He doesn't know how to manage the money. He doesn't know either. He's going to go crazy or he's going to lose the money. Whereas last night, he had a nice sleep. Tonight, tonight, he doesn't have a nice sleep. Tonight he doesn't have a nice sleep because he's got neighbors coming out of the woodwork and relatives, long relatives coming out of the woodwork. Schnorr is knocking on his door all night long and he's going crazy. Last night he had $20 million. He can't buy a good night's sleep or inner peace. Yeshua Dallas, he can't buy that for, for, for $20 million. Now he's got $20 million, he's lost. He used to be a Porsche to you, but he could sleep at night, and he had more or less tranquility in his life. Now he doesn't have it. How many people, how's for sure? They won the lottery, and they committed suicide. They went crazy. Okay, so when Hashem does it, Hashem is such a loving father. He's such a loving father. And Hashem is also, not a loving father, he's also our king, a Vino Malkani. All right, so what COVID is it for a king that his subjects, they're poor, and they're sick, and they don't have anything, they're hungry. Hey, what kind of king are you? You're king of, you know, a Tzibrochana kingdom? That, that's no COVID. It's a king's COVID when his kids are rich, and his kids are all living in big palaces, and they all everything good. This is Hashem's COVID. Hashem wants us, wants to give us. You can't imagine, if you knew, if you knew the riches that Hashem wants to give you, really it, but, but we're holding ourselves back because it not be good for us. If it's going to be guided, make us guided it, look at the people with money and they make fancy weddings and they look down at other people. What's that? Look down another year? Okay. Maybe temporarily have money, but they're not happy and they're not, they're not giving alchaz to Hashem. And if Hashem really loves somebody, I'd say that the guys without the money, Hashem loves them, and Hashem is waiting for them to build up this cleave of emunah and bitokon and tzedakah, where they give. For example, if you used to giving for a, a guy that's very careful about miser. A lot of people say, I don't make enough money to give miser. Come on. A person gives miser, they're going to have a bracha, and whatever they do, they do more. And Hashem see, okay, they're trusty, Hashem gives them a thousand bucks, and think twice on a bucks for a miser. Ooh, he's a reliable trustee at the $1,000 level. Let's try him at the $2,000 level. So he gives him 2,000 bucks, 200 bucks. Shem takes, he's a reliable trustee, and he's building up his cleat. There's a story in the Urshami about a father, El Chagai, and he had a small field, but he gave miser, and his field would all the time give time. The field was, uh, was capable of giving 100 core, Hundred core, let's say hundred bushels. This field gave a thousand. The hundred core, the hundred bushels. This was his miser. So, man, save a He reached a ripe old age and he died. And the field he left to his sons. In the first year, they gave the miser like the tati did, hundred bushels, and they got 
a thousand bushels. But the next year, they set aside the hundred bushels, and they said, look, that's a lot of wheat. We're gonna give up a hundred bushels? They said, okay, they took up 10 bushels, put it back in with the other nine. We had nine, 10, they gave 90. So next year, they only had 900 bushels. That was the yield. Okay, they gave less and less and less and less. They finally got so stingy that that field was giving according to nature 100 bushels, that's all. 100 bushels. The person goes, according to nature, that's up, it's above mice or something, you can go above nature. Oh, the Shannon Winston sees it. The guy's a rival trustee, gets to be a big ruler. And try, it takes time, it takes patience, but it works. So, if Hashem doesn't give you the answer to the original question, bring all that. If Hashem doesn't give you, it means that Hashem wants to give you, but is waiting for you to build a stronger cleat. Whether in Amuna, whether in Bitochan, whether in Miser. So this is something I would check myself. Okay, if I, if I need something, where do I need to strengthen my cleat? And it's something, if you have a, a rub that's close, that you're close to, that's why somebody needs, not just a guy to pass me shyness. You know, a somebody knows you, they can advise on, on, on stuff like that. You know, this is objectively. I'm lacking this, I'm lacking this, I'm lacking this, what's a shot? What does the mashpia think? I wonder what you think I need. Um, I don't have the privilege of knowing you well enough. It's my loss. Knowing you well enough, you'd be happy that the people that, that I know and, and they ask me, I identify that. Usually works. Usually works. But sometimes the Shem withholds things so that it could be an evader. It could be something we didn't do chuba for. And it's a blockage. Some kind of, like you go to the, you got a blocked pipe. You call a plumber, and the plumber's got these, you know, this new stuff that he finds where the block, where the blockage is, where the leak is, maybe the pipe is in the wall. They will knock down the whole wall to get to the block of the leak. You can see exactly where the leak's coming from. So sometimes there's a, a leak in a person's chef, there's abundance or a blockage, and try to identify that we do in self-assessment every day. Hashem, where's my blockage coming from? Where's that where I need to fix? Okay. Should have to be successful. Oh, 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 okay, last question. Based on what you said in the beginning, is it worth it to work on your concerns and focus? Is there a way to do it in a healthy way? To, or should someone just focus on his lines? In the Bayes, there's a book there called Language of a Muna. Answer that question. And you didn't pass Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's a okay. Okay, get that and you get a whole answer. All right? Um, guys, privilege of being with you. Uh, I have an early flight tomorrow back there at Cicero. I have to shock you, so I know you guys are late partiers. And uh, just wish every broth and roof me and gosh me is a pleasure being with you. If you stick around, you want me to sign a book for you, we'll do that. And, uh, Otherwise, just everything's great. Great to see you.